the Morphin Grid, connect it all together, all life, across the multiverse. Good and evil, yin and yang. The grid calls for heroes and villains alike to fill the roles. Welcome to Universe 19, my fellow grid travelers. Hello everyone and welcome to Tiger Tales, a place where you'll find stories and fan fictions written and read to you by your host, me, Ty Tiger. Today, we're diving back with Power Rangers Future Foundation. Before we do, I just do want to quickly say that all my stories are fan fictions and they're not connected to the main continuity and copyright is not intended. That being said, the last time we saw the team Dante left Universe 113 to go to a different universe altogether to find if he could see any answers on the location of Adam Park, his sensei who went missing in the very first chapter. So today we're going to explore what Dante's been up to since he's been gone in the different universe than his own. So let's dive in. Welcome to Universe 113, a place where an old evil has continued its quest for ultimate power, starting by kidnapping previous rangers and stealing their powers. But not all is lost, as a new generation of rangers is born, bringing new life to the legendary powers that came before them. They are the new heroes of Earth. They are Power Rangers Future Foundation. Power Rangers Future Foundation, Chapter 20, A Day in Universe 19. Dante teleported into Stone Canyon. He looked at the piece of paper that read Adam's address. He walked through the town and found a huge park where he found a park bench. He sat down and looked around when suddenly his communicator started beeping. Hey guys, how's it going? Dante said. Hey Dante, we're all good. Tell us what's been going on, CJ's voice called out. Well, I met a next level of rangers called Ultra Rangers. Actually, they're the original Six Mighty Morphin Rangers, just slightly older. I met the Uni Universe 19 version of myself. That was kind of weird. And I met a team of rangers called Cyberforce. Fought with both teams, and I'm in Stone Canyon, currently looking for Adam's old house, to see if he's here, Dante explained. Whoa, awesome. I'm glad you're safe, though, CJ replied. Dude, how was it talking to yourself, Luca said, butting in. Really strange, actually. He's in a band, Dante chuckled. Really? In a band? Luca asked. Yeah, Dante is actually really good at playing the guitar. He used to jam with my mom, Chloe said. Hey, girl. You okay? Dante asked. Yeah, mom's actually coming in tomorrow, Chloe replied. Ah, oh, first time seeing her since getting her old powers. Yikes. Well, tell her I say hey, Dante said with a smile. Will do, Chloe told him. Hey, how's Amy doing? Dante asked. She's doing good. I actually helped her with her maths homework yesterday, CJ replied. Cool. Thanks for keeping an eye out for her. You know, for me, I mean, Dante said. Oh, she's part of the team, CJ replied. Anyone heard off Logan? Dante asked awkwardly. I don't even know why we hang out with the... Ow! Dude, why you hit me for? Luca barked. Shut up! Chloe snapped back. No, we haven't, CJ said. Okay. Oh, CJ, can you do me a favour? Get my phone for me. I need you to send me uh, messages to two people, Dante asked. 
There was a minute of shuffling noises coming from the communicator. I got it. Dude, didn't change your pin. That was so easy. Anyway, who are the, who are the messages I'm writing to? Sadie asked. Eric Collins and Zandon Newman, Dante told her. Who are they? CJ asked. When I first joined the dojo a couple years ago, Adam got me into tournaments. I floored every opponent. Other than Eric and Xander. They're the only two that actually gave me a challenge. I lost touch after I started college. I met this universe version of Xander. And it got me thinking about the dude. Dante explained. Okay, well, I put, Hey dude, how's you? We should catch up. Then left them a link to the map location. CJ told him. Yeah, that works. Cheers, CJ. Dante said. Well, that's sent. CJ replied. Wait, Newtman? Why do I remember that name? Chloe asked. Well, when Xander was 15, his family was caught in the explosion that decimated Angel Groves. Xander was in the basement, so he was safe, leaving him homeless and an orphan without a family. His foster mother actually got him into doing the tournaments due to his anger issues, Dante told them. Yeah, that's right, there are names on the memorial stones in the Angel Groves Memorial. Xander was the only survivor. He was all over the news, wasn't he? Chloe said. Yeah. Alright, guys, I gotta go. I'll speak to you soon, Dante said. Hurry back, CJ replied. Miss you, brother, Luca called out. Miss you guys too, and I'm going to be home real soon, don't worry, Dante said. Then he pressed his communicator, ending the call. He stood, then carried on walking. He walked around into a small corner full of houses and found Adam's old house. He knocked on the door, but no answer. He peered through the window, and it seemed like no one was home. He also noticed there was no car in the driveway. Not here either, huh? Dante sighed. Then he started walking his way back through the rows of houses, walking behind a set of houses, when suddenly he heard several screams coming from one of the back gardens that were on the other side of a tall fence that Dante was walking besides. Dante tried to ignore the innate feeling to jump in to find out what was happening, but his hero instincts kicked in and he jumped over the fence and landed into a massive back garden. Several people were running with children in their arms back into the house or into the front garden, and several white monsters were terrorising a magician-like person. At a quick glance, it appeared the white monsters had attacked the children's birthday party and the magician was a part of the festivities. The white monsters were all white with thick gold veins running over their armour. Their helmets were bug-like with two small golden horns. What the hell? Dante muttered. He ran up to a, the group of white monsters and jumped up and kicked one making it drop the magician. He then dropped and swept his foot under another. He then pulled the magician to his feet. Now get out of here! Dante barred. The magician ran off in a hurry, leaving Dante in the backyard, now surrounded by these white goons. He blocked the punch, then threw a kick into a white goon's stomach, then another in the head, knocking it to the floor. Then he got kicked in the back before he could catch his stance. One of the goons threw an uppercut, smacking him in the face, launching him up in the air. He fell onto a toy house, which broke under his body weight. He climbed to his feet. Screw this, he muttered, and in a flash of silver appeared on around his wrist, and the Lunamorpha appeared on the wrist strap. He grabbed it, flipped open and pressed the centre button and held it to his ear. Wild access, he called out, and in a flash of silver, he was morphed into the Silver Wild Force Ranger. Silver Wild Force Ranger, he called out and dropped into his fighting stance. He then dived into the group of goons. He extended his claws and jumped onto one of the goons, slashing their face as they both dropped to the floor. He then backflipped as he landed, he slashed two more. He then jumped up and split-kicked two goons in the head. He then raised his arm, blocking attack, before punching the goon in the chest three times. He leant forward and threw 
his kick backwards, hitting one in the stomach. He then summoned his Luna Q in saber mode and started slashing down the goons. He then switched to blast mode and spun around in a circle, pulling the trigger several times, hitting the goons that surrounded him. The remaining goons stopped and they all teleported away. The Silver Ranger looked at the house with civilians still inside and then he hopped over the tall fence and stood in the alleyway, checked that no one was around. Power down, he called out and demorphed. Then Dante sat on the floor and leaned his head against the fence, catching his breath. <sighs> Damn, those things are weird, <sighs> Dante muttered. They are called ghouls, a voice said. Dante looked up to see a young man stood over him, holding his hand out. Dante grabbed it and was pulled to his feet. They are tricky, Dante replied. Named Jacob. Thanks for doing my job, the man said. Dante, and no worries, Dante replied awkwardly. Weird to see a Power Ranger around these parts. Jacob stated. Then Dante noticed the strange ring on his finger. It was silver with a red stone in the middle. You're a common rider. Wizard, right? Dante asked. Yeah, Jacob said. Didn't know common riders were still around, Dante said in shock. There's a few of us, yeah, Jacob grinned. Wait, would you perhaps know Adam Park? Dante asked. I know of him, but I don't know him personally, Jacob responded. Damn it, Dante muttered. You're not from around here, are you? Jacob chuckled. Guess you could say that, Dante said, scratching his head. Well, Dante, I've got to go. Seems like you took care of the reason why I'm here. So, that helps, Jacob said, gesturing to the garden on the other side of the fence. Fair enough, I'll be off too. Nice meeting you, common rider wizard, Dante said, saluting him with two fingers. Then he turned around and walked away. See you around, Dante Securus. Jacob replied. Then he turned around and walked in the other direction. Suddenly, a small robotic bird came flying down to his level. The ghouls are gone, the bird stated. Yeah, we had some help from Universe 113. Jacob grinned, then looked back over at Dante, who was walking away. Dante walked across the road, the alleyway now behind him. He stopped and looked down the alleyway, which was now empty. I never told that guy my last name, Dante said confused. Dante walked back to the park. He sat back on the bench and pondered for a bit, when suddenly a small flyer drifted across the floor by his feet. He picked up the piece of paper and saw that the flyer for the rock band Morphing Momentum, the lead guitarist, was Universe 19's version of Dante. I gotta remember to get that CD, Dante muttered. Dante's communicator suddenly started beeping. Dante looked around, then pressed the answer button. Hey, Haley, what's going on? Dante answered. Hey, Dante, you might want to head back to Blessington. I found something you might want to see, Haley replied. Yeah, sure. I'm on my way, Dante told her. Then he pressed his communicator and teleported back to Blessington. In the land of that time and space, William Cranston looked at the dark desk chessboard which sat in the corner. One of the black chess pieces had moved without William knowing. So you're finally playing, William muttered. Then moved a white chess piece. He then walked away and carried on working on the Universe 113 chessboard when suddenly a portal opened and a guy walked through it. Suddenly, William flicked his poncho battery-filled blaster strapped to his leg. He pulled it out of its holster and aimed it at the man. Whoa, 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 dude. No need to do that, like, the guy called out. Oh, it's you, William sighed with an eye roll. Hey, we're practically family, the guy said, offended. Just because we're part of the same team and have the same goal does not make us family. William sneered. Mr. Nit, the guy started, but William bolted to him and placed his hand over his mouth. My name is William Cranston, William told him, then let go of the guy's face. Really? You're actually listening to the boss? The guy moaned. I'm doing what I have to, William responded. Well, I want the name Takashi, 
the guy said. I know, I was there. Why even here anyway? William asked Takashi. Well, boss said it would be easier if we weren't all in the same universes to collect our warriors, Takeshi told him. So that means you have to be here exactly, William asked. Well, communication is always good for any relationship, <laughs> Takeshi giggled. So you're going to be meddling with my universes now, William asked with a sigh. Actually, I was thinking of tackling this one first, Takeshi told him and walked over to the portal monitors and zoomed in on universe 19. You can't, that universe is for observation only, William snapped. Oh, really? You do realise we have the same sensory abilities? I can tell one of your chosen ones are already in Universe 19. Now, and also, you found a team of rangers for your collection. Takeshi barked back. Fine, yes, you're correct, William confirmed. The boss said one universe and you got two and meddling with four. Why? Takeshi asked. William stayed silent and Takeshi walked around the chessboards and examined them. There was a triple-section chessboard for Universe 113, a board labelled 35, one labelled 91, one with the numbers 19 on it, and one with 2118. Explain this to me, William, Takeshi said. 113 is the main universe I'm working on. 35 is the powerhouse, I can use them. 91, I was just watching, but I kind of got obsessed. I found a way to have a specific ranger in... 2118, but I need him to go for some events first, and Universe 19 is unique and holds the potential to few rangers I have in wait, William explained. Dude, for a guy who mutters all about the rules, you certainly know how to break them, Takeshi barked. I know, okay, I failed. Seems like we have twisted rules, William muttered. Yeah, we all have twisted them. I mean, not Magister, he seems to be pretty on the ball. Better than Mr. Pocket, though, Takeshi replied. Don't start on Mr. Pocket, he's delusional. William snapped. Both boys chuckled slightly. Well, William, I can't rage about uh, on you about Universe 19. I mean, I've already started there anyway, Takeshi told him. Meaning what? William asked, glaring at him. Well, I learned all the Khan Rider devices. They are perfectly uh, made. You could say they were the original multiversal sectors of the original Khan Riders and their devices, but they're not. Well, I could not be asked to use all the devices. I don't need all the devices. So I gave them some guy called Dex or Dax or Dom or something, I don't know. His powers are duplicated from Carmen Riders, and I kept the devices I needed, Takashi explained. Seriously? William barked. Hey, gotta start somewhere. And don't worry, I've actually picked someone and made them a rider in Universe 19, Takashi moaned. I have work to do and you're distracting me, William muttered. Yeah, I'll leave you to your weird obsession with chess, which is odd, by the way. Is this the only rock platform you used yet? Takashi asked, then he jumped up and launched himself onto another rock platform. Yay, a house guest, William said sarcastically. Then William pulled up a new white chess piece and placed it next to the Future Foundation team. On top of the chess piece was the small Master Morpher. Time for a mega squad to get their leader, William grinned. Then he walked over to the portal monitors to watch Universe 91. And there you have it, guys. Power Rangers, Future Foundation, Chapter 20. This chapter was brought to you by the production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, which holds myself. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and tell me what you guys think down in the comments below. Second member is Mark the Red Corner Ranger, who is adapting comic books into audio dramas on his podcast, Nerdy Comics. And of course, Cosmo Dude 
637, aka my Parabatai, Willie, he is doing a lot of Power Ranger and Kamen Rider stuff in Power Rangers Universe 19, the podcast, so make sure you go check that out. As you can tell by the name, Dante's in Willie's universe, and that's what this chapter is all about. Currently, at this moment in time, Dante is in his universe, and he's actually been in a few of Willie's storylines. You might want to go check out that podcast to find out exactly what Dante's been up to. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you check out Zero to Hero, as the Three Ranger Bros are in association with Zero to Hero, a podcast made by Billy and Jim, the Belkin Squad Podcasting, and they're absolutely funny, and they cover all sorts of topics, so make sure you go check them out as well. With that being said, I'll see you guys soon.